Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jared Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, on this day before the 4th of July, is our beat writer, the heart of Giants Nation, Big Trust, woo-woo, the, the lifeline, the lifeline to Giant fans from the New York Football Giants, Chris Bizignano. That's a new one, buddy. I gave you that one today. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that one caught me by surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm no, sorry. You're the lifeline. You're everything. Um, listen, guys, we, we always, uh, we like to point out that as 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 vile and um you know I, I guess the cesspool of, of of i don't know what you want to call it that ignorance that twitter can be sometimes um we have a lot of haters and a lot of trolls for every one of those there's a hundred to 200 awesome people that write us and the latest one was from uh some guy mike p i've never i don't know if i've ever read a question of his i don't know if he ever contacted us before mike p at m prendy 76 Said the nicest things to us. Um, you know, I'm not going to get into specifics, but just want to thank you guys for the messages. And uh, we like to always start off with that when we get one uh, because they, they mean the world to us. And especially in these times of pandemics and, and, and turmoil in the country, to get that, it, it means the world to, to Chris and, and me. You know, what I, you know what I like about some of these messages that we get, Jerry? Yeah. Um, the ones that really like hit home with me is that people said, you know what? guys me my dad or just me or whatever it might be you know the person sending a message yeah i really wasn't the giant football the last few years i've been kind of getting away from it yeah um and you guys got me back into the team yeah which we've received numerous yeah either you know messages or direct messages right either through you know the you know twitter or direct message on twitter right right jerry where a lot of people you know we'll we, you know, we mentioned somebody about a few months back about how him and his dad got back into the team before his dad passed away. Yeah. Um, you know, um, and they kind of like, you know, credited us, man. They were kind of like saying, you right. know, and, and trust me, everybody. I'm not saying this about, oh, no, look no. at me and Jerry, what we're doing. No, no. We're, it's, we're just it's, saying it's like, like it's it unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and somebody's saying that, oh, you know what? Big fan in the 70s and 80s. And, and you know, here's a guy. The guy you just mentioned, Mike P from Long Island, I believe, Jerry. Um, he said he listened to our podcast on his honeymoon. That's crazy. I did read that correctly, right? You did. Yes. You did. Um, so Mike. It was a very long letter. He listened to it on his honeymoon last year in the Bahamas. Right. So a little, I guess Mike will say a little break in the action. <laughs> <laughs> or during. during Maybe. God, please tell us it was during. That's. I want to hear that. That'd be awesome. Well, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to touch that one. But a little break. I'm going to stick with the break in the action. He put the giant inside a podcast. So, and, and, and you know what, Jerry? It's just amazing, man. Uh, you know, that, like I said, so many people got back into giant football. Yeah. Because they, you know, they, they caught on with our podcast and the paper and the tweets and all that. And, and it makes us happy, right, Jerry? Uh, yeah. It makes me happy, dude. I'm sure it makes you happy. Yeah. Um, and the connection between so many people and their dads or their family, right? Or their yeah. moms or whatever it might be. Because yep. we've talked about this numerous times that, you know, giant football is more than just a three-hour football game, right. right? Yep, you live it. You live it yeah. um, and all that. And, and and it's really great to hear. And, Jerry, you know, you, you, know, you see some of the numbers. And, and I'm just so happy people, you know, really like the podcast. I know we're one of the, you know, we're fortunate enough to be one of the top-rated podcasts, giant yeah. – podcast and um 
And listen, it's just good stuff, man. I'm glad. Keep sending them. We never get sick of reading them, you know. And thank you, Mike P, for that long, basically long thank you. Yeah, um, yeah. I hope your wife is not pissed off at us <laughs> for the break in the action and you saying, you know what, I'm going to listen to the podcast, you know. Hopefully she was down at the pool, you know, taking a little, you know, taking the sun and all that. So, no, all kidding aside. So, thanks again, Mike, and uh, thanks, everybody. Yeah, and it was cool. He, he threw in there, like, I, I couldn't get a giant show on the radio. And that's why we started doing this, right? That's one of the reasons it was like, you know, you turn on radio stations and it's like they, they don't cover the Giants the way they cover, cover other teams. And at least that was, that was definitely my perspective early on from this. So to, to point that out, thank you, Mike. Awesome stuff, man. Um, well said, Chris. Well said. Oh, thank you very much, man. You too. Um, hey, uh, there is some football news, buddy. Uh, what do we want to get into first? We, the action, you know, for... For as dead as it is right now, and let me just say this, it's July 3rd. Normally, we are ecstatic and wishing summer away because training camp's coming up. And technically, training camp is coming up, but it's a much different feel this year. And it's a bit of a downer. And, you know, hopefully everything's able to progress. But Chris and I were talking about that the other day. Like, normally, I'm once July 4th hits, I'm like, all right, football, let's go. And this year, it's a little different. you got to try and enjoy the nice weather uh, with everything going on. But... What uh? What do we want to cover first, pal? Well, yeah, listen, the NFL has announced that they're proceeding with camp. Yeah, right. Right. Yep. On you know on time, uh, you know. Now something came out today. At first last week, Jerry, it was going to be two preseason games, and yeah. now you just notified me. I didn't. Even, I didn't even read this yet, but you just said that the NFL yeah, Players the part, Association yeah. wants zero preseason games. <laughs> yeah, right. Now, is that approved, Jerry, yet, or are they just thinking about that now? I think they, I think they voted on it, Chris. So I don't okay. know if it goes to where it goes next, but that's okay. what they voted on. So, listen, there's been no OTAs. I haven't been at Giants Stadium since last January. Right. That's how weird this offseason has been. Yeah. Okay? So they're going to have a 23-day period to get everybody getting together, right? Yep. Getting back in football shape. Um, so would it shock me, Jerry, if there was zero preseason games? No, it wouldn't. You know, uh, I don't want to see that. I hope they get it to a couple in because there's nothing like getting into game shape. All right. And how about the, you know, these undrafted free agents? You got to, right? feel, you got to feel for them. You put something on Twitter the other day about, you know, this really hurts the back end guys. Yeah. You know, and it does. I yeah. mean, it's going to be, it's going to be much, much tougher to discover a Victor Cruz, right? And I don't think we'll, I don't think we'll ever forget the game he had against the Jets, a preseason game when Rex Ryan said to Coughlin, who the hell was that number eight guy? I think it was eight at the time, right? Three. I'm sorry, three. Oh, you're better at this memory wise. <laughs> <laughs> and re remember Rex said to Coughlin, who yep. the hell was that number three guy? Remember? After, yes. And, yeah. and we all know what happened after that with Victor Cruz. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be tougher for you. Listen, you feel for some of these guys, man. Undrafted free agents are part of football teams. They're part of winning teams. The guys, the, the coaches and everybody and the front office guys that discover these guys, they, they're like part of the foundation for winning football franchises, man. Right. Bill Belichick in New England be the first one to tell you that, right? Right. How many guys he discovered? Undrafted guys. Yeah, yeah. So, And, and that's where that's where the, the great ones can spot talent um, in practice and – preseason and it's it's a shame you feel bad for these dreamers that's what i that's what i put out you feel bad for the dreamers because it's gonna be really hard this year and then they're gonna be thrown into the mix next year if they didn't make it this year it's just it's such a shame it really yeah. is so jerry the preseason is going to happen right uh, excuse me training camp is 
moving forward yeah. right now. Yeah. Right? Can you, we honestly say on July 3rd, there's definitely going to be a training camp? Absolutely not. No. No. Okay? We just don't know, folks. Yeah. Because if three guys come in and they get it and they spread COVID to another three guys, that's it. And then, you know, then they shut, then they have to shut it down. Yeah. Uh, I don't, yeah. You know, so we don't know. It, it works, but I guess it works more with baseball because it's not contact, right? I mean, it's very little contact. Football, it's like, I mean, if one person has it, the way it spreads, apparently, I, I don't know, whatever. I don't, I, Jerry, I'm so tired of talking about it. It's just, yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah. I just read something. I don't even know the facts. It's not about a baseball guy, a couple of guys on a baseball team I reported in a training camp. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, spring training or summer training, I guess we call it now, right? Yeah, right. Um, they were at some party or something. They came back. They might be infected. The, the, the Major League Baseball is being kind of hush-hush about it. Yeah. But this is all you need, Jerry. Right. Yep. You, all you need is a couple of guys. And maybe they, they go out, uh, you know, whatever. They go somewhere. They come back. And, and a couple of people have it. They give it to them. And, like I said, you know, I know everybody's excited. You know, training camps going forward. They really want this to happen. Yeah. But we just don't know, man. Right. We don't know. Yeah. So it's um, unknown. On the lighter side, real quick, I, I didn't even tell you this yet, Chris. I was at the um, the Acme. There's Acmes in, in South Jersey, right? Wow. So, there's so, Acmes around? Yeah, there's, there's Acmes in South Jersey. This is a good one, Chris. I forgot to tell you this. So I see this dude and he is jacked. I mean, he could just like if he put his arm around my head, my head, I think my neck, I think my head would pop off. He's got a temple shirt on and an Eagles mask. So I, I go up to him like, dude, do you play? And he's like, no, no, my son played for Temple. And I said, oh, uh, my wife's cousin played Mezda. He's like, oh, yeah, we I know him, blah, blah, blah. I said, uh, who's your son? He goes, uh, Bradley. And I'm like, oh, wow. Number five. He's like, yeah. And I said, oh, he's, he's a hell of a linebacker. I said. Well, now I know why you're wearing Eagles. I said, listen, man, I, I'm a Giants fan. Good luck to your son. But I, I, I bleed blue. He goes, so do I. I wish he was drafted by the Giants. So I was like, yes. yes. Oh, wait a minute. Jerry, this kid was drafted? Sean, uh, Sean Bradley, his name is number five. He's a linebacker for Temple. He's drafted by the Eagles. Yeah. Oh, oh, he was a draft pick at the Eagles. Yeah, he was really, he's a really good player. Oh, I got to look at. Oh, okay. If yeah. you watch Temple's defense, he's the right. one guy that sticks out right away. Like he's all over the field. Okay. And he is, his dad admitted that he's a Giants fan. So we were leaving. He was in line. And I said, hey, man, good luck to your kid. He go, I said, uh, you know, go blue. He's like, yeah, I wish I could say that. And I'm like, oh, yes. You know what? I love knowing yeah. that. <laughs> yep. Now that you mention that name, I do. I think I do remember uh, at the end of the draft saying yeah. a local kid was drafted by the Eagles. I think yeah. I do remember that. Now. Yeah, okay. I think it was a fifth or sixth round. Right, but um, right. he, he was someone I was like, oh, you could take a flyer on him because he he's a hell of an athlete. But okay. I just thought it was great that his dad his dad bleeds blue and he's got a root for the Eagles now. Yeah, well, what are you going to do, right? <laughs> anyway, good story. Um, all right, what's, what else? Well, um, you know what? Yeah. We'll see what happens with camp, Jerry. Um, yeah, listen, yeah. it's going to be obviously a very unique year. Um, yeah. But we'll see if there's zero preseason games, which, you know, that'll give the uh, you know these teams a little over a month. Right. And they'll be ready for September, you know. Still don't know what's going to happen with fans. I know I heard something about maybe they're asking fans to sign a waiver. I don't know if that's going to fly. I don't. That doesn't surprise me. I mean, I, I would think they'd have to do that. Like they don't want to be liable, right? Yeah. Uh, how you know, how much those waivers really hold up in a civil court is another question. Right. But, right. Um, that's you get, something you get so much from you, buddy. You get legal. You get legal <laughs> uh, uh, scenarios and football. My God, buddy. You are, you're like the, oh, uh, call me the rain man. You're the, uh, what's it? Renaissance oh, man. And not to be a wise guy, but the Andre Baker's case is still pending. Right. Uh, right. In spite of what his lawyer said, it will be over in about three days. Remember? Yeah. yeah. 
it's now a month and a half. Right. So, right. so hopefully we'll see how that plays out. Dude, that uh, maybe that's the name of the show now, the Rain Man and the Renaissance Man. No, no. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Well, let's you know what, Jerry? Let's shift a little bit. Yeah. Uh, let's get to our quarterback. Um, yes. Daniel Jones. Um he's added about I guess eight to ten pounds of muscle. Mm. Bulked up. Uh, one one question. Is it in his hands? Oh my God! Uh, now I guess Eli's over. Now you're gonna start on Jones for the next 15 years. Just asking. He's got a bit of a fumbling problem. <laughs> well, no, it's not his hands. Okay. I guess we're gonna have to go through this now for for, for the Daniel Jones era. Uh, all right. What is it about quarterbacks? Are you a frustrated quarterback? Did you want to play quarterback in high school someday and they told you to get lost? Is that what's going on? It's pretty accurate. All right. So, anyway, Jones bulks up. Um, just one quick thing, as long yeah. as it doesn't affect his flexibility, it shouldn't at all. Yeah. Uh, listen, he's got to take hits, right? right he's right. going to take hits. Um, so I think it's a great move for him. Um, listen, Jerry, zone read, read options, all that, I felt should have been done way more under Sherman with Daniel Jones. For some reason, Sherman got away from him a lot. I'm not trying to be a wise ass. Did you like? Uh, I know you. No, no. I saw. I know you saw the wheel route in practice. Did you see a lot of that in practice with Jones? Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, you yeah. saw it. Right. Uh, but listen, Jason Garrett is here. Yeah, they love doing that with Dak. Right. Okay, with Zeke and Dak. Yep. I expect a lot of it. Probably mm-hmm. dead wrong, but I expect a lot of it <laughs> from Jones and, of course, the huge weapon in Saquon. Why wouldn't you do it? I mean, we only saw it one game last year, or like the Buck game where he looked awesome. Why? I don't know why we got away from it. The the kid's a weapon. Now, I'm not saying, you know, let's do the read out the zone read and ten times a game, let him get belted. Okay, I'm right. not saying that. Right. But it's an, uh, it's in the arsenal, right. and it should be used with Daniel Jones because that keeps defenses on their heels. Right. Right. The RPO. Okay? Right. If you do it one time mm-hmm. in the first quarter yep. and Jones tucks it in and runs for 12 yards, seven yards, okay, yep. that defense right now has that in their head for the next, argument's sake, 50 minutes, yep. okay? Yep. And you got a weapon like Saquon, I expect this uh, for Jason Garrett to use this big time. Loved it with Dak, yeah. right? Loved it with Dak. You got another kid who could run. Kid just bulked up. He's 239, 229 pounds, or 35, whatever he is now. Yeah. And you have to use it, Jerry. You have to present that to a defense. Because this kid Jones, Jerry, as you saw last year and everybody saw, this kid is fast, dude. This right. kid could run. Right. I saw it early in training camp, and my jaw dropped. I think that was one of the you, – you were the one of the first to tweet it. I might have been. I don't remember. The 70-yarder that he took off. Right. And they were, you know, the, I talked to some defensive guys after that, and they were, they couldn't believe yeah. how quick that kid was. You know, so point being is that it has to be in the Jason Garrett's arsenal, and I'm hoping it will be since he loved it in Dallas. You know, um, right. I expect to see it here. No, it doesn't bulk up his hands, wise guy. You know, okay. <laughs> um, but uh, he's going to get hits. He's going to yeah. take hits. Yeah. Going to take hits running the ball. He's going to take it. You know, listen, this isn't the, you know, this isn't the, you know, the cowboy offensive line. He's going to get hits in the pocket. Right. Right. So, and he's yeah. not, he's not, and I'll say this, 
he's not going to be as lucky as Eli Manning was to play all those years without an injury. I mean, he already got hurt his rookie year. So that's an anomaly. The, the, the Manning, that's, that's something we were very fortunate with, Lisa, Ben, uh, that we had a quarterback who showed up every week and played without injury or played through injury, I should say. So there you go. Now, listen, Jerry, the chances of Jones playing the next 12 to 14, whatever it might be with the Giants, right. and not missing a game is a better chance of, you know, me, you know, pitching for the Red Sox opening game, you know what <laughs> I mean, this season. You know what right. I mean? Right. Although you look at their staff, I might have a shot. But, uh, no, <laughs> okay, aside, I mean, you know, it's just it's the chances are it's just not going to happen, right? But yeah, it's just not right. going to happen. And there's only one Eli as far as that goes. Yeah. You know, so, um, yeah, so he, you know, I'm curious. To see, you know, I'm anxious to see him. He's supposedly booked up, you know, muscle-wise and all that. And that's going to be all good for him. I expect the big things out of him this year, Jerry. I really do, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see year two. I'm excited to see him with Jason Garrett, with Joe Judge. And I'm excited to see how Joe Judge reacts to mistakes that mm-hmm. that Daniel Jones makes. Because... The one thing we've always said, even with Coughlin, he didn't come down. It did seem to come down on Eli, right? Like for a long time, it, it, it seems like since Parcells and Sims, we've had a coach that really came down on the quarterback for a bad play. I just want to see Judge seems like a very tactical, very prepared. Um, yeah, don't don't go off the game plan kind of a coach, but, you know, like Belichick, right? And I just want to see how he works with Jones and and how he can lift his play and and kind of correct him when he when he makes those mistakes because let's be honest he you know he, he went through the rookie season where he was a little careless but you saw so much talent with the kid yeah you, you you have to be excited yep no question man so it's gonna be you know if training camp goes off and go into august and then go into the games um really really anxious really looking forward to seeing him i really am man yeah. so uh i you know uh the kid has worked his butt off this off season you know he's gotten the group a bunch of guys together throwing yeah, right. Um, Leadership, huh? Listen, he's he's like Eli, Jerry. He just he eats, yeah. drinks, right? Breathes, yeah. uh, you know, football. Yeah, and he doesn't know? seem like the kind of kid who's going to get in trouble off the field, right? Uh, <laughs> it doesn't seem that way. He just, he's gonna be this read- is his life. His Friday it's nights like- are like reading a book or something, which I love, right? right? So. I, mean, I mean, this is his life, Jerry. He's football, yeah. Yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, what more can you ask for? And, you know, so year two is going to be very interesting for that young man. It really will be. Yeah, good stuff. But, Jerry, just... You know, a lot of people, they continue to ask, and rightfully so, you know, hey, what about the pass rush? Are we going to get one? We're going to yeah. get a, We're going to get one? Yeah. And I'm thinking about it today, and Paul Schwartz of the Post wrote a good article today, and he was 100% correct in this. Yeah. Actually, I think he actually answered a question of somebody today in the Post. And he's 100% right. <clears throat> and this is something I've thought about a lot uh, pertaining to Lorenzo Carter, okay? Yeah. And Schwartz... Mentioned something that, and he, you know, I thought about a lot. Lorenzo Carter is a kid that maybe needs a fire lit under him at times. Right. Now, what do you mean by that, Chris? I mean, well, he's not coming to play? No, the kid is. Don't get me wrong. Right. But at times, you know, you see, the, the advantage is that we get to know these guys. You know what I mean? Yes. And, and Lorenzo's a great kid. Great kid. But he has a lot of other interests. He's into music. He's into this. He's off the field. And nothing wrong with that. Right. But at times, you kind of get the feeling that uh, maybe he's just not on edge for the 60 minutes. Sure. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's fair. It's a fair assessment. And I think in year three, 
And people ask, hey, Chris, what's up with the pass rush? Jerry, what's up with the pass rush? Where's it coming from? This is a kid that has all the tools, Jerry, all the tools to get to the quarterback. You know what I mean? Yeah, and when you say things like that about a player, like you would never say that about like Jabril Peppers. He's dialed in probably every play. Right. Very, you know, I get what you're saying, and, and I think Giant fans, that's why Giant fans are frustrated because there's so much talent there. That's why you wish a guy like Banks could just kind of take him under his wing and, you know, fix him. Yeah, listen, is, uh, Jerry, and I'm not knocking Carter. Don't get me wrong. I'm not no, saying, oh, this kid's wrong. lazy. You're not wrong. I'm not saying this kid is bringing it to the table. Just at times, he's got that, he's a little bit of a, because he's such a nice kid, man. He's got that little bit like, you know. Yeah. And you see it on the field, he disappears during stretches, you know, and all yep, that. Yep. At, this is a big year for him. This is a kid, you know, when you, you got him, it looks like Golden's going to be back. I mean, I don't see anybody signing him. I could be wrong. There's still 20 days left, whatever it is, right? Oh, yeah, he's coming back. So, I, I mean, I'll be shocked if somebody yeah. signed him, Jerry. Yeah. I could be wrong. Clowney's not even signed yet, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, right. So Clowney's um, like, I'm open to offers. Of course you are, Jadavion. <laughs> You know, like, I love that the other day. Yeah, he's open to offers. Yeah, why not? He's got nothing. So yeah. Well, you're not doing nothing. Yeah, I'm sure you are. Yeah. <laughs> right. So this kid's got the tools, Jerry, to be an eight to ten sack kid. He really does. Yeah. I thought Schwartz was right, and Paul's very sharp with this stuff. I thought he was right. Yeah. At times, you like to see a little more fire. You know, you understand what I'm getting at, Jerry? Yep. Year three. This is a big year for this kid. Why? Now you now you're talking second contract soon. Yeah, you know. Yep. Um. So you'd be surprised when you get nine sacks and you get seventy three tackles and eleven tackles for loss and all that crap, Jerry. Yeah. You'd be surprised how that goes towards your next contract. You understand uh-huh. what I'm saying? Oh uh-huh. yeah, dude. When your agent goes to get him and says, "Hey, Dave, look at my look what my boy did here." You know what I mean? Yep. This is what you got here. You want him for the next four years or not? That's right. So. Big, big, Jerry Carter. Man, he's got to bring it this year, dude. It would be so huge if you team him up with Golden, a Kyle uh, Fackrell, schemes, blitz, you know, uh, slot, all that stuff Patrick Graham plans on doing. And this kid, uh, he's got to step it up, Jerry. He's got to step it up to the next level. You are listening to the Giant Insider Podcast with Chris Bizignano and Jerry Foley, available on a multitude of platforms, and platforms including Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher, and a number of other ones as well. Uh, Schwartzy also put out another article about Joe Judge in Jersey, shocked at the property taxes. I thought that was worth bringing up. I thought it was pretty funny. Judge was like, wow, that must be one hell of a snow removal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's, he's from PA. The property taxes are way cheaper in PA. Then yeah. you come over to Jersey, and uh, yeah, I, I would have no advice for Joe Judge. Like, dude, I don't know, even know where you could look. So I thought that was hilarious. Well, all I can say to Joe Judge is, welcome to our world, Joe. Yeah. In New Jersey. Now, he's looking at, you know, he was looking at houses that have $60,000 property taxes. And if, yeah. and if anybody doesn't live in the tri-state area and listening to our podcast or maybe on their honeymoon right now and whatever it might be. Right. Yeah, I said that correctly. $60,000 property taxes a year. Yeah. All right? Yeah. Um, so I, I thought that was pretty funny that Judge... <laughs> did say that he was shocked yeah. at those numbers, and then he did say, "Boy, that must be some snow removal." The guy <laughs> that, was, that was great. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Welcome to New Jersey, Joe. <laughs> yeah, uh, this so. is what you deal with. Uh, absolute beautiful state, but there's some parts, well, actually, most parts that are gonna 
hits you pretty good with the property taxes, you know. So yeah, I guess I guess his contract is uh for some pretty good cash, yeah, Jerry. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, if you're looking for if you're looking for houses that cost sixty thousand dollars for the right to live in them each year, yeah, it's multiple millions. So good for you, Joe Judge. God bless you. But uh, yeah, uh, you might want to just buy a place in Pennsylvania to make the commute if you if you want lower <laughs> taxes because I don't know what to tell you. I wouldn't even tell them where to look. Other than oh. maybe the short towns because they they're not that bad. They're not as bad. Of yeah. the schools, but or maybe rent a two bedroom apartment. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Imagine that, yeah. So. But uh, some yeah. news, hey Jerry, some I guess some groundbreaking news for the Giants. Um, they hired their first female scout. Oh, nice, yes, that's right. Hannah Burnett, yep. you know, she's an area scout. Uh, somebody with a from what I'm reading about, uh, with a great reputation, yeah, okay, yep, for eyeing talent. Um, this is her love football. Very humble person. He asked her about being the first female, and all she said was, "I'm just here to help the, this team win a Super Bowl." Yep, awesome. You know, not you know, didn't come out was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'm the first one. That's great." You know, uh, <laughs> I, I was destined for this and all that crap, right? Yeah, right. Just said, "Hey, I'm here to help." Yeah, you know. So, but anyway, Dave Gettleman breaks, you know, some breaks. Uh, I guess what can we call it, Jerry? The, the Breaking ground? Glass, what do we call the it? The glass, breaking the glass ceiling of scouting. The glass there ceiling, you go. Right? Hannah, nice job. Right. So, yeah. uh, as more, you know, as more and more females get involved in the NFL, you know, you see offensive line coach, assistant offensive line coaches, yeah. scouts, you know. Um, so the Giants brought one in. Uh, good for her. I don't know. Her. I'm sure I'll meet her, Jerry, if we ever get back in the building, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so, good for her. Congratulations to that, to that woman. Uh, and hopefully she. Find some gems for us, dude. Yeah. Um, I think it's pretty cool. I think it's awesome. You know, having three daughters who, you know, they're, they're not into football <laughs> like like I am, but they like it enough to watch it. And, you know, why why couldn't one day they, you know, my, my middle one always says, I'd love to work for the Giants one day. You know, she says stuff like that. So it's it's just very cool to, to see that, that the Giants are um, does, open-minded does, enough to pull that off too. So Does she notice, Jerry? Did you tell her about that? Um, no, I did not. No. Well, all right. In between going to Acme. <laughs> Acme. 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 Yeah. Whatever the hell. I thought that was supermarkets went out in the 80s. In that's Brooklyn. like a, that's like A&P. You might be thinking of Acme is more of a South Jersey, Philadelphia, uh, Pennsylvania thing. Oh, I almost said Philadelphia. Uh, I um, uh, Last time I heard it was that it had to be like eight, 1989. I'm telling you. Right. Anyway, yeah. uh, you might want to tell your daughter that. Who, I, I uh, should. You should. I mean, uh, you know, you figured you would, but I guess I didn't find you. since your daughter, I happen, you know, obviously I met your daughter a few times, and yes. um, I, she very much is it likes to get involved, and she very much likes to watch the Giants, and, and she, she seems to have an interest in football. Yes. You know, so you know, so uh, yeah, yeah. Just you know, listen, Jerry. This is what you know. This is when kids start dreaming, right, dude? Yes, absolutely. A, a kid like your daughter. Who loves football and all that, and says, "Well, I can never be something, you know, in the yeah, NFL right, one right. day because I'm a female." Well, guess what? The Giants just hired a female scout. Yep. Yeah, right? that's awesome. So now your daughter looks at that and says, "Hey, right? <laughs> yep. There's a shot for me one day. I'm that's not right. saying scout, you know, anything, Jerry. You know what yeah. I mean? No, totally, totally. It's a shame that you know a friend of her dad's has to tell her this. <laughs> <laughs> She'll hear it on the podcast. Right. So anyway, no, listen, that's good. stuff. all kidding aside. Good stuff. I mean, it's yeah. good for the, for the young ladies yeah. who I mean, we all know there's a million women football fans and young football fans that are females. Uh, they, you know, there's millions of them out there. Um, they see that and they, they could dream one day too, right? 
Lisa could be a scout. Your girl, Lisa. I, I don't know. Uh, Brooklyn you know? Lisa? Yeah, I, I don't know. She Seems does know her stuff, Lisa. A lot about football. She does know a lot about football, you know? Yeah, yeah. All right, buddy, what else we got? Yeah, no, listen, um, like you said, Jerry, this is the time of year you say, okay, training camp's around the corner, but pumped, you know? Yeah. Um, so hopefully it goes off. Um, I'm just, it, listen, it's just tough to get enthusiastic about it because you just don't know what's going on. Even baseball, Jerry, you know, you know, uh, I'm looking forward to baseball, but guys are working out again. They, you know, they're, they're working in camp and they're trying to get that going. But who knows, right, Jerry? Who knows yeah, what's right. going to happen in a couple of weeks, man? Right. Yeah, you know, I know. The NBA is trying to kick up the end of the month. And NHL. Uh, you know, even something like golf, Jerry. You know, the golf kicked up, right, last yeah. month, yeah. June 11th. It started up. And then two tournaments ago, Brooks Kepka has to bail out because his caddy gets it, you know? Right. It's crazy. So uh, this is what we're dealing with. So it's just tough to get that, you know, 100% like, all right, let's go, you know, uh, yeah. with everything that's going on, man. So and then 20, 21 kids at Clemson got it. And yeah, then yeah. Ezekiel Elliott had it. You're like, oh, man. Yeah. Can just go like a week with better news? I mean, uh, it is what it is right now. Yeah, I guess when these guys get in, the 26, 28, whatever it is, and they start getting tested, I guess we'll know more after that, man. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what the hell they do to you, too. When you try and go, right? Like yeah. you're gonna get temperature every day and I don't know. I, I would imagine it's gonna be temperature every day. Obviously everybody's gonna be six feet apart outdoors. You know? Yeah. Uh it's gonna be it's gonna be I see Tina Savazio of Channel you know, a Fox, yeah. Yeah. Channel Five Fox. Um she was I guess she's been at the at the Yankee uh training camp there. Saw she that. I see her with her mask on, right? Yep. People separated and all that. So I guess that's what you know, we'll be doing, you know. So if uh, will you wear a Boston Red Sox mask or Notre Dame? Like, which one would you rather wear? Or will it just be plain? To the Giants? Yeah. Oh no, it'll be uh, it'll be plain. I, I know what I'll do. I'll just keep a Notre Dame one in my pocket. There you go. And then when Julian Love walks by, or Golden Tate, I'll whip it on quick. Hey, Golden, you got a word? You got a minute? You know, give him one of those. You know. So, you gotta <laughs> nice. be quick like that, Jerry. You gotta change on the fly, but like a hockey game. By the way, is hockey still on, Jerry? Is hockey still moving forward? Um, it is. Uh, I I heard today it's the it's later in the month. They're getting back into it. I saw clips of Lundqvist practicing, so I was I was kind of psyched just to see something. You know, I was, I'll look at anything right now. Um, okay. But supposedly it's later in the month, and they're okay. talking about doing it. And I I don't know if Canada they were saying. I think I, I don't yeah, know. Edmonton and Toronto or something. Yeah, right? yeah. I guess. Well, I tell you what, Jerry, I don't know, man. It's going to be one interesting month because if. Those sports can't pull it off, yeah, right? Baseball, it. then yeah, then it's over. Yeah, then it's over till there's a vaccine. And I hate talking about this, but you have to now. Like it's we avoided it for so long, but it's like here it is, man. It's holy crap! If these if these sports can't pull it off, then you just wonder what the hell's going to happen with football. So yep. Oh well. Um, what else? Anything else before we get to questions? No, nothing. How about you? I can't think of anything else right now. No, no. Um. I'm surprised we uh, there's this much um, to talk about actually this time of year. Uh, normally we're just waiting on on training camp, but uh, well, at least we didn't talk about anybody being arrested, you know. So yeah, right. No, that's good. Like yes, no, uh, right, <laughs> right. No leaving <laughs> scenes or anything like that. Right. <laughs> but uh, I put out the tweet about questions, and look, man, even July 3rd, 
to get 51 responses in a day, it's kind of impressive. It's like you guys are still dialed in. So we will work on the next podcast getting another giant. Those seem to go over really well. The downloads are incredible for those. Uh, so look, I'm, uh, if we, again, work the phones correctly, we'll have someone. So uh, And then um, I, I can't wait till football starts up again if it does, and then we can Chris can pull his strings with uh, some current guys. So that'd be awesome. Yeah. All right. Ready? Yeah. All right, buddy. In Gettleman, we trust. Name your top three Giants players you would have – you would like to be quarantined with and why hashtag buffoon crew uh three guys you want to be quarantined with three guys i want to be quarantined with <laughs> yeah three giants uh oh i don't know golden tate julian love yeah golden tate because <laughs> <laughs> uh, there'd see. be so much to talk about like yeah, hey let's cover Notre Dame football and day you know so right. yeah right. yeah i don't know i can't i gotta think of the other one um i try to think oh shep yeah, Shep. He's a he's a character still. Yeah, probably Shep would be one of them too. Yeah, you gotta ask Shep like, how, how did you outkick the coverage so well, right? Yeah, I mean, that's, the, hit him that's, that. yeah. that's the question you gotta ask him. Like, Ricky chops up all all the time about that. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> it's so funny. And he laughs. He admits it too. He goes, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He goes, I really don't know. Oh, it's a compliment. I'm like, good job by you, Shep. Congratulations, buddy. Um, let's see. The Mecca of NYG. I hope you can le- keep landing more former Giants greats like Mark Collins and Otis Anderson for future podcasts. At the end of the 2020 season, which of the following do you see as having taken the biggest step? Peppers, Hernandez, Jones, or Tomlinson? I'll hang up and listen. Peppers, Hernandez, Jones, or Tomlinson? Who takes the biggest step forward? You know, we better hope it's Jones. I'm going to yeah. go with Jones. I agree because I think Peppers is already very good. I think, you know, the, the biggest leap could be Hernandez because we haven't, he hasn't played the way we've kind of thought he would. But you're right. It, it's got to be. Uh, Tomlinson's already. Tomlinson and Peppers are like really good already, I think. Jones has to take that next step. I agree with you, buddy. Um, Joey Z at Molten Centra 81 with training camp roster being reduced. Was there a player you were hoping to see possibly compete for a roster spot that maybe now won't have a chance? Hashtag buffoon crew. Um, I I don't I don't know. Uh, I don't yeah, know. because we don't know who's going to be invited, right? Yeah, we don't know who's going to be invited. Yeah, I couldn't really answer. I, that I would imagine it's one of those receivers from Ohio State. Yeah, like, I would imagine one of those guys. Yeah, yep. right. Yep. Um, family six pack at family six pack one CB. If you had to choose one part of training camp to keep keep a close eye on, what would it be? Hmm. Probably the secondary. Uh, six pack. Nice. Probably probably the secondary man. And obviously, Daniel Jones. Jim Vassell at Jim Vassell TV. Would you want tight end David Njoku? He's looking for a trade. Yeah, that came out today that uh, he's looking to get the hell out of Cleveland. Would you? Would we want him? I mean, we already have Ingram and Caden Smith. The only way that would work is if you traded Ingram or Caden Smith. And I, I don't. I don't. It's not a. I don't know what kind of an upgrade Njoku would be. I know he's a Jersey boy, but I don't know. Would you want him, Chris? No. 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 I'll pass on him. Yeah, yeah. I'm, England's gonna hope England's gonna be back healthy and nah, Najaku really, he's got talent, but I thought he'd be a little bit better. But no, nah, nah, I would pass on that. Yeah, same. Hunt for five at G Man Pride Four. Jerry, how does it make you feel that Clowney is somehow still out there? Hashtag the dream lives on. I'll never give up that dream until he's signed by somebody. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, teams aren't rushing to give them a lot of money because they don't know if there's going to... Now, they, they really don't know what's going on. They're acting like there's going to be a season, but, you know, why would you go out and give him all this money now? So, um, it makes how does it make me feel? It makes you feel kind of excited. We'll see what happens. It's the dream. And Jerry, yeah. and Jerry, you got to remember, man, you know, giving these guys going out, okay, let's sign into big money. You got to remember, next year's salary cap might be way less. Right, that's right. If there's no fans... Yeah. Now, now, don't get me wrong. The TV contract covers like two or three billion. Or I understand that. And, and they're going to put signs supposedly or, or advertisements in, in seats. Right. I mean, but, you know, the fans is a big part of it, too. So if there's no fans, that's a big hit money wise. Yeah. And you might see the cap go down, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, good. teams are keeping that in mind. You know what I mean? Really good point. Clowney's, Clowney's you know, he. He's going to look at, Jerry, I'm telling you, he's going to look at, obviously he's going to be signed by somebody, but you're looking at a one-year, $5 million, $7 million deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So. Yeah, and I would, oh my God, I would jump at that. Um, Lisa at So Bad 6, name the starting offensive line. How do you think it will look day one? She goes on to ask a few more questions, but uh, let's just stick with that one. What do, you think the, what do you think the line's going to look like day one, Chris? Left to right. Um, I'm going to go Solda. Hmm. Left to right. Soldo, Hernandez, Spencer Pulley, um, Zyla, and the kid, Andrew yeah, I, Thomas. I agree. I, I I think it's exactly that. The yeah. only the other question. Yeah. I'm sorry, Jerry. No, go ahead. Yeah, I just mentioned this before. The dark horse, maybe Nick Gates at center. Dark yeah. horse. Yeah. But, but if you go under my head, Lisa, right now, I would go with that. Yeah, I think so, too. I think Spencer Pulley makes the most sense to start the season at center. I'm with you, but. Mike Lenz. Oh, boy. I don't even know if I should read this one out loud. Should the Giants think outside the box and look into Antonio Brown? Now, why the hell would we do that? Well, Jim Vassell, who's, I think, an educated Giants fan, writes back, underrated question. This is extremely interesting. <laughs> you know, I saw this the last few days that Jets were mentioned. Giants. I'm like, how does Gettleman justify that after launching Odell? <laughs> I don't know. Who's nowhere near. No. Nowhere near <laughs> right. the character of Antonio Brown is. Antonio Brown's out of his mind. <laughs> I mean, Antonio Brown's in trouble. He's locked up. All right. Odell is not like that. So how do you justify trading Odell uh, and then bringing in Antonio Brown? So no, uh, uh, nobody, no thinking outside the box <laughs> with that one. Hey, by the box. Way, uh, that giant cowboy game, the Odell catch game, was on again. Was on again the other night. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. What the hell happened? <laughs> I know. And he was, Odell was unbelievable that year, wasn't he? Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Someone was sickening out being that good. And uh, what the hell happened is right. Uh, Oscar Nieves, two questions. I'll ask one, bud. Who, uh, what happened to the six and two seasons after 08? Why couldn't we hold it together? So we started off six and two. I mean, that was a staple of Tom Coughlin, Oscar. Like, he, th- he did that, and people forget, the Giants were 5-2 in, in 2004 with Kurt Warner. Then they went to 5-4 and four and put Eli in. Coughlin always started hot until the, what, the, the 0-6 start in 2013, I think it was. So Coughlin, that was a staple of his teams. Start off hot, then November came and they folded, and then they'd either win the Super Bowl or miss the playoffs in an excruciating manner. So, um, yeah, I, what happened, that was just the, what Coughlin did. I'm sorry. I, I don't know how to explain Jerry, it. Jerry, yeah. you're better at this than me. Yeah. When they went 10-2 and 
six and what was it, twenty ten? They missed the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. What did they start? Were they five and two, six and two that year? Do you remember? Oh, dude, they were. They were. Hang on one second. Let me think about this. They were nine and three going into that Eagle oh, game. Wow, I don't remember. Okay, wow. Because then they lost to the Eagles. Or they they were nine and four. Okay. Then they lost to the Eagles to go nine and five, and they still could have won the division if they won their last two or gotten right. in. Right. And they lost to Green Bay to go nine and six. And then they beat the Redskins to go ten and six. So they were nine and four, on the cusp of go, doing something special, and then all hell broke loose. And I don't know. We didn't see an onside kick coming when the whole world did. So, yeah. Well, that's painful. Big Blue VCR again, an awesome follow. The Giants lore rumor: In old Giant Stadium, Parcells used to open the doors of the tunnel to kick up the winds and cause problems for the opponents' passes and kicking game. Gibbs mentioned this in the in the, in the past. Has this ever been confirmed or denied? We know little <laughs> Bill was around. I mean, I would imagine it happened, right? Um, supposedly, Parcells used to pull that stunt. I yeah. think he messed with people's minds more than anything on that. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't, you know, it wasn't like, okay, the team's got the ball. Let's, all right, let's open the doors. Let's close the doors, you know? Right, right. Um, I think it was more, it's happened. From what I understand, Jerry, that has happened at times. Right. But it was one of those things. It was like a, like, it was like a psychological edge where teams came in looking for the doors, seeing seeing if they're doing it, you know. Right. right. Um, as far as you know, doing it all the time. I never heard they did it all the time. I had, I did hear they did it at times, but not as much as people thought. You know what right. I mean? Right, right, it right. It was something Paul Sells had fun with, and yeah. you know him. He was a master psychologist, right? Yeah. Right. And he kind of liked getting in opponents' heads. Like yeah. Belichick likes to do that too, up in Foxborough, you know, thinking that there's their lines are being tapped, or they, or they might be with Belichick. <laughs> but um, that's something that I think Parcells enjoyed planting, the, you know, the seeds in opponents' heads. Yeah, Parcells one time when they were playing the Rams, he put either plane tickets or or Pat Swilling jersey on Lawrence Taylor's um, stool, and said, "Look, you know, we can trade you for Pat Swilling or." Pretend you're Pat Swilling so that you can get by Jackie Slater because he owns you. Right. And I was like, oh, my. like, you're saying that to Lawrence Taylor. Like, you're not saying it's like the back end guy to try to motivate him. This is your star. And that, I mean, that's the stuff you have to think. Like, even Lawrence Taylor must have laughed at that. But that's the stuff he did, man. It was uh, legendary, right? Yes, it was. Yep. Uh, everybody, you are listening to the Giant Insider podcast with Chris Bizignano, the Giants Insider beat writer, and Jerry Foley, available on iTunes iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and a host of other platforms. Uh, Javier Burgos, now that it's official that they're only having two preseason games, well, or zero. It's a good question here. Would the NFL extend training camp because of that? What do you mean extended training camp? Make it's it longer. Be- make it longer because there's no games that they're playing or, or if they're playing. Well, it's going to be camp. It's going to be camp at the end of July until the yeah. uh, first game of the season. So, so they wouldn't extend. So that's okay. So, okay. Because, I mean, technically it becomes practice, right? I don't know if there's a difference. Oh, in... yeah. You know what? Since they oh, – oh, I think I know what Javier is getting at. Okay. Um, you know what, Javier? Ever since they've been having training camp at home, yeah, it's – they might change the name and say, okay, camp's broke. You know, camp broke now, but it's – Yeah. It's Since they're home. It's not like, you know, back in the day in Albany and Fairleigh Dickinson, okay, camp, let's break camp, right? Right, 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 right. It was practices. It's basically the same. I'm there. We kind of laugh at that now, you know, saying, oh, camp's broke. It's really not. No, it's just like one big training camp. And at the end of August, you can say, okay, you know, we can 
you know, we'll call it practices now, you know? Right. But they really don't change anything, Javier, until game week, the first week of the, you know, uh, of the season, you know? Yep. Where they go into their routine, you know, the Tuesday off, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you know, game plan and all that. So I think that's what Javier's getting. Yeah, that's a good question, too. Yeah. He always comes up with good questions. He that does. Day. He does. Carson's Gatorade Dunk, start one, bench one, cut one. Um, Dave Brown, Kent Graham, Danny Cannell. <laughs> Happy fourth and thanks to, for all you do. Start one, bench one, and cut one. I would start Kent Graham. I would cut Danny. Oh, I would cut Dave Brown and Dan, bench Danny Cannell, I guess. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. Yep. One. Yeah. Kent Graham actually had a couple of good wins. <laughs> yeah, right. He had, a, he had arm, as they say, he had arm talent. He had a strong arm. So. Lewis at Lou underscore nine one question for Chris. Do you know how Andrew Thomas is getting on since he was drafted with the current situation? I'm interested to know how he was found digesting the playbook and how he is preparing for the season. Do you have any insight into any of that at all? No. Right. Oh, I know. Uh, he is, you know, he supposedly he's been working hard, but you know what, Lewis, we haven't had a meeting with any players zoom meeting. Obviously I haven't been there. So I'm not quite. I couldn't give you. I couldn't give you a real educated answer on that right now, man. I'm all I'm hearing is that the kid's a great kid. Yeah. He's into the playbook. I have heard that, you know, and he's yeah. working hard. But I, I could. I'm sorry. I haven't spoke to him, man. Yeah. I haven't spoke to coaches. You know, it's just been a. You know, we won't be doing that until like three more weeks. So yeah. Get Lewis. End of the month, buddy. Just nice. stick stick with it. Frank Seattle, your cousin, delusioned by the current sports landscape. Who should be most who should be most excited about related to the Giants season? Who should I be most excited about? Saquon, Dimes, or Judge? <clears throat> I say Joe Judge. I mean, the talent of Saquon and Don, and Dan and Daniel Jones is is awesome, and it's good. It's cool to see a healthy Saquon and Jones take that next step. But I'm interested to see how this organization runs under Joe Judge and how this team runs and the moves he makes and the game planning. And what we see week to week, because I don't know if you guys noticed the coaching the last three, four years has not been that great. So I'm most excited. There's a lot to be excited about, especially with those three. For me personally, it's Judge. Okay. What about you? I guess not. Um, I'm very intrigued by Judge. Looking yeah. forward to see what he does, but I'm going to go excited wise. I put this on Twitter last week. I'm, I'm so excited. I think Saquon, Jerry. Is gonna have a monster season. Yeah, you, yeah, you said that. I so I'm so intrigued. I'm so looking forward to see what Judge brings to the table. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but I'm really excited. Even Jerry, even more than Daniel Jones. Yeah. Um, I think Saquon is gonna destroy it this year. I really do, man. I just get that feeling. Yeah. Uh, so I'm really excited to see Saquon this season. Uh, and what Jason Garrett, you know, is gonna do with him in his offense. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying, Jerry? Oh, dude, 100%. I'm, I'm ecstatic to see what he can do. I'm excited yep. to see a healthy version, what Garrett's going to do with him um, behind a, you know, another a better lineman, right? Uh, Andrew Thomas is going to be an upgrade no matter where he plays, hopefully. <laughs> yep. Um, a, a, an experience. And, and your boy, Colombo coming over and improving that line. That's yep. going to be huge. So, yep. Adriana Tashler, Iafola, she got married. We know Gettleman's been... Got married? Yeah, yeah. How do you know that? Yeah, it says Tashler in parentheses, Ayafola. Oh, my God, Adriana. Or, well, yeah. well, congratulations. You got married. There you go. Um, 
we know Gettleman's been deceived as behind as behind the times previously, I guess maybe Percy, but I'm super happy to see he's being progressive with his hires. Do you think this is new or he feels more comfortable to do so? Was the old school Gettleman just an act? Hashtag buffoon crew. No, I, I, I mean, I think he's just rolling with the punches and adjusting as he goes along, right? I don't think this is, yeah. any, any of it was an act. Yeah, listen, Gettleman's got so many people bullcrapped, bull okay? Yeah, uh, he likes to perceive himself as one way. He likes to have a lot of fun with the media. Yeah. Okay? He, he loves it when people say he can't pick up a, he can't open a laptop, okay? He doesn't yeah. know how to work a computer. Right. He laughs, trust me, he laughs his, you know, wad off at times. But some of the things, some of the way he's, some of the ways he's perceived, Jerry. Yeah. Um, no, I, you know, this is, you know, I, I guess that question because the female scout was just hired. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's well, why she that asked. wasn't Adriana. That was a perfect question. Perfect Adriana, timing. you should talk to my daughter. <laughs> yeah, Adriana, that was a perfect timing for that question because the Giants just hired a female scout. You know. There you go. So, um, now nah, it was the old school Gettleman an act. Um, he's listen. His old school ways with Gettleman. He's been around yeah. a long time. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, but as an act, no, no. Yeah. I just think he. I think Gettleman adapts way more than people get him credit for, Jerry. Good stuff, buddy. We'll go a few more. Bobby L. at Sports Freak NJ35. Now that you had a couple awesome interviews, thank you. What giant from past or present would you really want to interview next? Who would I want to? Yeah, do you go first, Chris. Um, well, let's do past, I guess, right? Since yeah, yeah, yeah. Past. Um, yeah. Obviously, Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> I know. It's not even um, a question. Phil- you know what? <laughs> We're working on a few things, me and Jerry. Yeah. I wouldn't mind Phil Sims. Uh, he would give you some great parcel stories, you yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, you know, and obviously Lawrence, man, you know, um, yeah. and no, no doubt about it. Um, so, and you know what, a guy who's just such a good human being is a Harry Carson. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Harry, I got to know Harry a little bit, you know, being around because Harry's in a building. He works for the Giants.com yeah. and all that. Yep. He's just a gentleman, man, and um, he's got a lot of good stuff too. So, I, 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 obviously Lawrence, Jerry, yeah. Sims. Those two same, guys. Same, same. Yep. Agree 100%, buddy. Uh, I love this question. Warren at Osler Warren. You are getting on a five-hour flight with only two seats left. One is next to an Eagles fan who knows the history inside and out. The other is next to a Cowboys fan who can't name four guys on the roster. Both are salivating at the opportunity to talk to you. Which seat are you taking? That's easy for me. I, t- I sit next to the Eagle fan. At least, I've always said this. I hate them. But they know their stuff. Yeah. And maybe they're a little too Philly-centric, but they'll know your guys. Dallas fans only know Dallas. They don't know a lot about the offensive line usually. (laughs) I mean, they are the worst fans. They're like Duke basketball, whatever. Uh, Sorry, but yes. Wow. Took a shot at Duke? I'm a little. You just took a shot at Dave, uh, at, at Jones. No, Duke basketball. Like if you're like it's, it's like that Dallas. It's that whole Yankee Dallas Duke. You know, come on, you know. Jerry. Yeah, I agree with you, dude. Uh, yeah. Since I moved out to Jersey almost four years now, right? I've become um, very good friends. Very good friends out here yeah. with Eagle fans. Yeah. So one in particular, I, I talk to most basically every day, yeah. and he is a diehard Eagles guy. But I, you're right, dude, because I tell you what, he could name every guy on the Giants roster. Right. And they know who you drafted. And they know who you drafted. They're like, oh, you got McKinney. Son yeah. of a bitch. You got yeah. Xavier McKinney. <laughs> right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I remember yeah. when we drafted Saquon, 
Yeah. And the Eagles guy was like, oh, son of a, he's a, he's a Penn yeah. State guy, a Pennsylvania, you know, you're going to love this kid. He's unbelievable, you know. Yeah. Um, they know. They do know. I give them credit, man. They know players from all over the league, man. Yeah. You know, and they come in, you know, they do their homework on these guys, you know. Yeah. Um, they, like when they come into the, the link, they know what their nieces, daughters' names are, their cousins. They right. they know everything about these guys. I give them credit. Cowboy fans are like, okay, well, we'll give you Dak Prescott and we'll give you, uh, you know, yeah. Mari Cooper, yeah. uh, maybe Zach Martin, but that's about it. You know, and they call themselves, you know, they're, oh, we're America's team. And they just say, I've always liked the, I've liked the Cowboys since Stallback was there. Oh, it must have been rough for you. Oh, I mean, it's just. I don't know. It's it's pathetic. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. If you want to compare the two, though, Jerry, you're right. The Eagles fan, I hate to admit it. Yeah. Way more knowledgeable, though. They're, I mean, I'm not saying they're not morons. I'm just saying they're way more knowledgeable. Oh, I don't think – I think most of them don't eat with utensils, but they they know football, right? Like, I mean, they're animals, most of them. But Yeah. I, yeah. They just – listen, and it's funny because they're good dudes, but as soon as you talk football, Eagle football, Giants, they, they like, they're like Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you just see the eyeballs rolling, you know the foamers and spitters. And they make yeah. weird, like they, especially pre Super Bowl, they would compare like Harold Carmichael to like Drew Pearson, and you're like, oh, or 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 Michael Irvin, like, oh come on, guys, like they they have they really romanticize a lot of those guys that played yeah. for them, like yeah. oh Bill Berge was good, as good as Harry Carson, like oh come on, give me yeah. a break. Yeah, but I, I do like, like like you said, Jerry, I would sit next to the Eagle guy just to have fun. Yeah. Because the Eagle guy would turn around and say, oh, you sent a Spencer Pulley this year? Ha ha! Blah, 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 blah. And yeah, the foamers right. and spitters would be coming out. You know what right. I mean? Right, right. Uh, well, you ask a Cowboy fan right now, so who do you think is going to start for the center for the Giants? Oh, uh, Brian Williams still there? You know? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Bart Oates. I think Bart Oates is pretty good. You know, one of those <laughs> yeah, guys. Right, 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 right. So, you know, you know what I'm getting at. You know, so, oh, yeah, dude, I agree. Yeah, so I agree with you, Jerry. I agree with you, dude. Good stuff. We'll go one more. Mr. G Brown at Keep Pushing SA. If the season started today, who would be the starting 11 on defense? That's why I'm making it the last one. It's a little longer. If the season started today? Uh, yeah, let's do that. Let's do, let's a, do, the, let's let's do, do the alignment too, right? Uh, we'll like, do it the 3 4 then. All right? We'll do a 3 yeah. 4, obviously. We'll line up like that. Uh, we'll do Dex in the middle, Leonard Williams, mm -hmm. and Tomlinson. Yes, I agree. Two outside. We're going to go with Golden because I think he's going to come. Mm -hmm. And Lorenzo Carter. Over Fackrell. Yeah, Fackrell is going to be a rotation guy. Got it. Inside, I'm going to say Connolly's healthy, so I'll go with Connolly and Blake Martinez. With Mayo helping out. And, uh, Mayo. And, 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 and I'm sorry, a number of other guys we drafted. Right. <laughs> Coughlin as well. Right. Well, the question was starting. Well, he's on the outside. Right, yeah. Right, yeah, I'm, so, I'm sorry. The I'm question sorry. was starting 11, not yes, starting 18. Yes, okay? yes, yes. yes. Are you only allowed 11, guy. <laughs> no. Here's the, hard, here's the hard part. All right. I'm going to say Bake is there, so I'm going to go with DeAndre. Mm. Obviously, uh, Bradford. Yeah. Uh, oh, Bradford. Wait, Bradbury. 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 Man, where the hell did I get Bradford from? Uh, Bradbury and obviously Pep and X-Man. The second X-Man, I'm going to call I'll him. make one difference. I'll put in Julian Love over DeAndre Baker. Boom. Wow. There you go. How about that? Golden Doma. Wait, wait a minute. So DeAndre Baker is there. I don't think he's going to be gonna there. Gonna I think he's going to be there. So you're going to beat him out. I think there's going to be a suspension or he's going to beat him out. I, uh, for some out. reason. Time out. Time out. Yes. Did you hear what I just said? S pretending that Baker is there. Uh, Julian Love. So you think Love's going to beat him out in camp? Come hell or high water. I don't know what it is, man. All I right. just think Julian Love's going to be there. 
Well, that, let me tell you something, Jerry. That would be a story. Yeah. That would right. be unbelievable. There it is. Boom. Right, so Foley once goes to one different guy. He thinks Love's going to beat Baker out. And I would, you know, I would love to see that. No. <laughs> but based on my football picks, you probably guys should go with Chris's assessment on that. <laughs> no, 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 no. So we don't know. So, yeah, you know, that would be, that would be some story, though. Yeah. Absolutely. And that would that look good for Kettleman? <laughs> That's right. Good, good stuff. Uh, anything else, pal? No, that's it. Everybody enjoyed it fourth. Be safe. We'll talk next week. Absolutely. All right, folks, if you want to order a subscription to The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to magster.com for a digital subscription, M-A-G-Z-T-E-R, and download The Giant Insider app. Also, um, get a lot of compliments about supporting the podcast, supporting uh, by uh, subscribing to the newspaper. So thank you, guys. We will be, uh, it's a little ahead of the game, but we will be printing the third week in July, it'll be the pre um, the pre training camp issue. So I just wanted to throw that out there. And like I said, we will work on getting more giant interviews and uh, happy birthday, America. Um, happy 4th of July to everybody. And happy birthday to your son tomorrow, right, Chris? Yes. My son is a 4th of July uh, boy. See, yes, yes. There you go. I remember that. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Even they, yeah. They even had a movie after one of the 4th of July. <laughs> That's right. Good stuff, buddy. All right, guys, remember, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Take care, everybody.